0: What's up? I watched. I mean, family is going to work, but i so I gotta now go to work where I'm. Where are you staying? Oh, I haven't checked in yet, but I'm at the Vaughn place. Uh, just for the night, so. Nice Pat. Thank you. Are you upstairs? I'm just leaving. Are you serious? Where the hell have you been all day? We were here all morning. You were here for lunch? We have a session here. Uh,
1: no. I got oh, st- I got stuff to do,
0: and I'm meeting family for my birthday tomorrow. So me. Well, I've disappointed Blevins, so I feel like my work is done. Well, Anthony's leaving early too, anyway, so. Is who, what, where? The? I think Anthony's apparently leaving early to go home, so ah. he's not staying for the party too. So. Ah, okay, good. Then he can disappoint me. Well. <laughs> I'm trying to reassure you here. Okay, so you just got in and you're sticking around tomorrow, if you're staying in. Yeah, i was just trying to ghost
2: in. Okay. So.
0: Have fun? Yeah. try it. Calibrate this planet.
3: Okay. Uh, are you sticking around? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna grab something.
0: Let's oh, go crash works Oh no, he's 100. Yeah, without, it hasn't been without some issues, hence the
2: suitcase. It
0: hasn't been without issues, hence the suitcase. The hotel fell through, so. hotel fell through. I'm just going to probably go home at the end of the night or figure out something to do with this thing. But Yep, I was planning on living out of a suitcase, but they wouldn't let me. How's things? Hanging in there. I'm here, I'm here listening to the epic journey from. How, yeah, how,
3: it took a thousand miles to get from Copper Harbor to Sault
1: Ste. Marie.
0: <laughs> yeah, how big is the, is the U now at this point?
1: Um,
0: Well, I mean,
1: I, I went 700 miles out of my way, but
3: uh, now I'm kind of back on schedule, except that once I leave here, I go back down to. University
1: of Michigan
2: Hospital, have a uh, yeah. and maybe
1: stay in. The earliest I'll be next week, next weekend, and it
2: might be
0: considerably long. Yeah, Mark. i taking a trip at
2: a time right now.
3: Basically, yeah. Really glad
0: I can make it here and have a good time. So, to t- to take vacations.
3: Yeah. My My dad has to
0: go in for like an overnight. He has some sort of lump. They have to, it's worked its way into like the muscle. And so they have to sit there and remove it. So he's doing an overnight. But like just all of his like relatives, they're all starting to, slowly die off one by one so now he's realizing that he should have gone now he's going on like the funeral tour with my my dad's brothers and his sister but now yeah now he's realizing it's too late now you're trying to catch up Are you with uh, the whole? Mark Mark and I are sure. Ah. I'm guessing not at the Bond place, though.
2: Yeah, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I hope there's no, uh,
0: drug overdose this time, like when,
2: we booked
3: on the domestic service floor, but I haven't heard. It. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I think they, they put us on too quiet a floor. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm going
2: to meet you here at five after the last one. Okay. okay. Back here and maybe we'll just go back and rest. Okay. Yeah, I think Mark's agreed with that, unless you're going back earlier. But I'm gonna no, go, no, I'm no. Gonna no just let me know when you want to go over there. Or
3: give me my key.
1: Well, I'll meet you. All right. Anyway, I'll be back here at
3: Okay,
1: Four five.
0: They, uh, or, or
2: tweet me or something. Like, right. I'm around. All right. Yeah. I can go upstairs to join another one.
0: Okay. Yeah, I got You it. going to the party tonight? Uh, I'm going
1: to go over to Mr. MD? Ah, uh, no. Maybe not. Good one. It's not on the
3: cards. it is. not in
0: the cards. Uh. Isn't this one hundred? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're back in here.
3: I think they're getting their notes together over there. Ah.
0: Yeah. Uh, cool. What are you going to? So I was thinking about doing that and I was also thinking we're doing the broadcast problem. See this is- Cash to stash? We can it doesn't go that way. Who's that? Is that Benef- John? No, benefits joining pay a I'll be ones. back. <laughs>
1: you that just about any uh, tool or uh, set of equipment you have uh, is good enough to get started doing your show because the most important part of doing a podcast is actually getting to record speaking into a microphone and then putting it up on the internet. That's, that last step is always the one that really gets people. Um, so uh, I've done a number of different shows over the years, like personal Podcast shows in a group, shows of people uh, like over the internet in different locations, um, and, and as with John. So we've done a bunch of different kinds of shows, so uh, we're hoping that we can answer any strange questions people have about, you know, will this work? Answer, uh, uh, how, to, how, how to do our shows. Um, this is not a session about making money at podcasting. Uh, that's, podcasting has always been a money hole for me. <laughs>
3: yeah, uh, but they say, okay, I'll throw it the anyway, I was right from last year. Like the best way to make a million dollars in podcasting is to start with $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna get rich unless you're one of the few. Right, yeah, uh, and this isn't a
1: expert level session. We don't have uh, a lot of tips of, you know how to get to the top of the iTunes charts.
3: Uh, But I want to show you that it's not hard to um, and one thing I'll throw in uh, like we'll have suggestions and stuff that's worked for us there will be other people who say well I do it this way and it works for them, great. I would say in podcasting it came out of a sort of breaking rules beware of people who say this is the only mic to buy or this is the only piece of software or this is the only hosting service uh, you know, beware of the fundamentalists, there's more than one way to, to get to podcast success. Uh,
1: so I guess the first bit of tech uh, that you need to do a podcast is a microphone. Um, and like I was saying, you don't need to spend a lot of money on it. You don't need uh, studio-grade uh, equipment to record your first couple of episodes. Uh, when I started podcasting, I did with... I got a Radio Shack, uh, and that's the thing. Uh, and it was good enough for those first few episodes to get me comfortable with talking to a microphone and constructing an episode and speaking to an audience. Um, these days, you can get like the crappy headphone mic that you get to talk to people on your cell phone while you're walking down the street. That's good enough. It's not the greatest quality, but if you're in a quiet room that's not windy, um, you don't have a lot of background noise. It's good enough to get started. I've done uh, a number of uh, podcasts with just just because I was too lazy to go dig up my good mic out of uh, out of a box there and <laughs> plug it in. Um, and, and most of my shows I do now, uh, I use a uh, a blue snowball mic. I think it's called. Uh, they're normally around ninety nine bucks, but. I got mine on sale for like 50 bucks at a Boxing Day sale. So, uh, and it's not studio quality uh, recording, but it's it's, it's really good. It, it sounds it sounds all right. Uh, John, uh,
3: a little bit more in. Okay, like that. So I'm going to I'm going to delve a little bit into the technology it's not, it's not too bad. Uh, when you're looking at microphones. You want to buy. And a microphone. Um, there are basically two types. Well, I'm not going to talk about $5,000 microphones. I um, won't oh, for podcasting. There are live um, basically two, two main kinds of mics, and what are called dynamic microphones and condensers. Um, and this is an example. This is a uh, Bayer Dynamic, so you can guess what kind of this is, I think I got this about five years ago at Longmouth Way for about 40 bucks. And, uh, strictly speaking, from an audio quality point of view, all of things being equal, like there are very expensive dynamics. But, uh, it's been said that a condenser microphone will give you slightly more audio fidelity. But, in my own personal opinion, again, this is, this is a place where someone else might disagree, that's fine. Uh, in my own personal opinion, I think dynamic mics are better. For, for podcasting, for a couple of reasons. First of all, they're not as sensitive. So, if you have a condenser microphone, unless you have it on a proper stand with it, you know, a shock mount to isolate it and you're in quiet space, condenser mics, like if your kids are playing uh, two floors below where you're recording and they're pitter pattering around, the, uh, there's a very good chance that condenser microphone will pick up the pitter patter, all that background noise. Whereas a, uh, a dynamic mic, you know, once once something uh, sound is a few feet away, it's just not going to get picked up. So I think uh, admit, so. Strictly speaking, you're not going to quite get the same beautiful oh. audio response for dynamic on a condenser. But this is a podcast, not an audiophile LP. Um, I think the audio when you're working with up afterwards and editing it, uh, especially in a multiple speaker show. Uh, or multiple, yeah, multiple speakers show, I think Dynamics a lot easier to work with. Also, if you use a condenser microphone, uh, you do need what's called Phantom Power. The microphone has a little bit of power that comes up through the cable to power it. Uh, dynamics don't need that. Also, a uh, bit, bit more technology, um, it's called an XLR cable. You see these 3 prong things? Uh, if you can, I would go with this kind of XLR cable, uh, just because it's like you've seen like really cheap mics that have like either an eight-inch or a quarter-inch photo plug, uh, those those cables were what are we called unbalanced. If they get too long, they are much more susceptible to audio interference, like hum and that kind of thing. Uh, the the XLR cables are designed to uh, to try to minimize. Uh, exposure, that kind of thing. So, if you go with a, uh, a, a aside from the USB mics, so we'll get to that in a second, uh, and a dynamic mic with a, an XLR cable will solve a lot more problems than it will cause. So, should we talk about the USB?
1: Yeah, so there's, there's kind of two ways to uh, connect a mic to a, a computer. Uh, most cheaper microphones, like the Uh, Blue Snowball I was talking about earlier uh, is a USB microphone, so you just plug it into the USB port, and sometimes you have to install a driver, and then it's uh, then it's ready to go. Uh, It does have some downsides in that a lot of these microphones aren't configured to have multiple ones plugged into a computer without the computer getting confused as to what microphone it's supposed to pick up. Um, So, if you're in a situation where you're going to have multiple speakers, uh, like sitting around a a table recording the show, uh, you might be better off with getting uh, microphones that use XLR cables, as John was just talking about. Uh, But then in order to plug those microphones into your computer, you'll need what's called a a USB interface uh, or a mixer. Uh, What that is, is 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 that a mixer? A USB interface. Okay. So what this lets you do is you plug in the XLR microphones into it. And then plug that, the, the big box here, into your computer. Uh, and one of the benefits of that is that you can manually adjust the levels of each individual microphone. Uh, and when you <coughs> when you record it into your audio software, and we'll get the software in a moment, uh, Will let you uh, pick up each microphone as an individual track. Uh, So instead of having all the all the audio recorded sort of spat out into one audio file, uh, every individual mic will have its own audio file. Uh, The reason why that's a good thing is that uh, you can it it makes it easier to edit. If people are talking over each other, you can sometimes uh, shift around the audio clips to get rid of that problem. Uh, it's, uh, it's just generally harder to edit audio when you have one track that has like five people talking on it. gets next to impossible to be able to do any fine-tuned adjustments on
3: uh, on the audio that's recorded that way. No, there's a bit more, yeah, so like you uh, like, like said, this is a, you uh, no, this has six discrete out, uh, channels out. Like it has like six, two uh, inputs on the front. Or on the back for XLR, um, which is which is great. Like I said, you know, if one channel a bit loud, you can, you can find two of it. Uh, not all USB interfaces are created equal. Like there are especially a lot of more the cheaper ones. It might be like let's say you'll see a term like four in two up, which means it has four inputs, but two out means it's a stereo mix down. You're ending up with, uh, with two channels. So um, you see something like you know eight in four out, eight in six out. You know that's when you're starting to see more, more flexibility. But like if you're if you're doing a solo show or you have <coughs> a, you know you don't have to break the bank to get one of the more expensive ones with multiple outputs. Like uh, a stereo output. You know one one channel is one mic is hard left, the ch- other mic is hard right, and then you basically are able to, to split. So just just have a look. Um, one thing that's important I've found uh, is some of the companies make this thing, they're not always great about keeping drivers up to date, especially if they're new versions of, of an OS. So if you're going to well, go on eBay, I'm going to buy this 6-year-old uh, USB interface, make sure that there's a driver for it. Like this, this one, a, uh, it's a Tascam. Uh it's a few years old. And it was a few years old when I bought it. Somehow it still works on a Mac. It's not you're really supposed to, but it works. It took a bit of fiddling, so you, d- you just want to you know, do your research before putting the money down, so that you're not stuck with something that is uh, that is awfully, because again, the companies aren't always great. <coughs> They'd rather you buy it new a piece of gear than try and keep the old one going. Yeah, that's, that's why I don't have a mixer anymore, because it, uh, stopped. the driver stopped working when the new version of Windows came out, and I never bought the Twiples. I'm actually going to throw one more thing in about, about the microphones. We're talking about now, USB mics versus, let's say, XLR mics. There are mics out there that will do both. Like, Samson has one. I forget the exact designation. It's about 80 bucks, and it's switchable. <coughs> so it will either be like an XLR connection or USB. And so that, uh, that means you need to have some room to grow. So if you're starting off solo show, use it in USB mode, you're great. If you only need one channel. But further down the road, if you're doing, yeah. which one is that? It's the ATR21. Okay, so saying that. Book. Yeah. yeah, so like, stuff like that, you know, that you want always want to think about where, where do I want my show to be two years from now? Sounds beautiful? Yeah. It's just you forever.
1: We got, uh, so there's other ways to record stuff that don't necessarily require uh, set up with a bunch of microphones and Uh, USB interface or a mixer that's plugged into a computer Uh, with smartphones these days uh, you can get by recording a podcast quality and it's good enough that I can fix it a bit. I don't uh, recommend that one. You don't recommend that one? It's, yeah, the internal noise is so crazy on it. Like oh, you can okay. just move it a little all you hear is like rattle. Okay, I mean, so I mean, don't I mean, get that one. one. Get, yeah. a, uh, if, get, get at least H2. 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 Uh, yeah. But yeah. Those, those, I think the H1 is like a hundred bucks. The H2 is probably like 200 or 150. Uh, so there's there's a range of uh, uh, models of that product and uh, it's really useful. I cast in a bar and we would just uh, take the h4 and set it down on the table and just have a conversation. Uh, and the way that the mics were oriented is that it picked up uh, like the two people talking fine, we got a little bit of ambient noise from around the bar, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't overwhelming in that you couldn't hear us over the, the noise of everything else around us. Uh, so I would, I would recommend the Zoom uh, audio product if you're thinking of ways to record your podcast uh, that don't require a computer. Uh, I mean, it's also good if you wanted to go interview someone or you just wanted to, uh, you know, have have a, a recording device that didn't require you to make sure that your MacBook had battery and that you had all your your gear to plug into it. It's just you, get a, you get pull it out and uh, get someone talking after they get over the fact that it looks like a taser. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun to take to airport security. <laughs> really, officer? It's not. It's not a taser. <laughs> um, I was talking about smartphones earlier. There's there's a wide variety of software out there that, that uh, works. Like both iPhone and Android have uh, a bunch of different uh, software that. You can find for either cheap or, or, or free on their app stores. I have a number of friends that use uh, a Boss Jock on the, on the iPad, I think it is. Uh, oh, we, should, we should give advisor or the Oh, Boss, boss Jock. Uh, yeah. the, the Boss Jock program apparently uh, has had, recently parts of it have stopped working and it seems that maybe the company that thinks that software uh, isn't uh, updating it as much as they should. Uh, so you'll see BossJock come up with a bunch of old articles about you know, best software use for podcasting. Uh, I would caution people to just be aware of that that app may be being sunsetted by this, the this company, company that makes it
3: effectively been abandoned. And so certain things <laughs> have stopped working, like the uh, using Dropbox for file management. Uh, Dropbox. Dropbox Change their API. The uh, the boss job guys were asleep in the switch, or just walked away from the switch. So read the read the reviews. I, I would check to see like you know if an application hasn't been updated on the app store in four years. I would you know. I I would walk away. Uh, some of the apps I like, uh, iTalk, is a, is a one that I like. Um, and I think it's available. There's like free and and paid and. Uh, RecForge Pro on Android. Again, there's one. There's a there's a free version, and a, and a Pro version which might cost you know, five bucks, but less than a, less than an expensive fancy coffee. It's, it's never been cheaper with these podcasts. That's that's true. Uh,
1: the app I use on Android is called Super Voice Recorder. Uh, it doesn't have any bells or whistles on it. You just hit record, and then it saves everything you say. Uh, into an MP3 file, um, and, and often if you if you have a, a a group podcast idea with you know you and a bunch of friends sitting around the table cracking jokes or reading the news and you don't necessarily want to shell out a bunch of money for a mixer and a bunch of mics and you want to get comfortable with the format first uh, the 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 mics built into most cell phones these days are actually really good uh, and you can just. General for podcasting, whatever thing has the least, uh, whatever path has the least resistance and the least amount of steps is often the best one because you just, at the end of the day, you just want an audio file that you can load into some software, put some music on the front of it, and then put it onto a podcast.
3: Software, sure. Use? And like there are so many, many and audio recording and editing programs. So luckily, a lot of them have trial versions. So I would, you know, uh, or are free. So we'll, we'll talk about some specific ones that we know. Uh, but you know, try a few, see what uh, see you like. Like for example, I'll start with one I don't like. Uh, I like Garage Band for things like loops and working with synths and coming up with sound that kind of thing. I absolutely hate its audio editing. I just I hate it, hate it, hate it. Uh, but other people might like it. Great. Um, I like Audacity for recording. Audacity is free. It's been around forever. It's multi-platform. Um, great for recording. I'm not a big fan of it for editing. So I'll, just, I'll record it Audacity because I like click, click, click. I'm not going to muck up the settings. I record. I export my WAV files. For editing, I like to use Reaper. Um, I don't know there was a session earlier this morning on it. Uh, like, but Reaper is a multi platform, uh, fully functional trial version. They're very generous. It's not crippleware. i will give you a reason why they're to try it out. Um, What's the name of that? Reaper? Reaper, as in don't fear the Reaper. What's your call? I think it's about. <laughs> I, you know, I, I I bought it four years ago. Although that's that's U.S. dollars, so it's like 600 six hundred Canadian. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, And and I love I love Reaper because I've just gotten used to the workflow and, and the shortcuts and you know, click, click. that click, click, click. I can tear through the <coughs> podcast and edit very very quickly, much faster than I could do in Audacity. But then there are people like you know Audacity ninjas who've been using that, that software for ten years just fine so it's whatever whatever folks you both uh,
1: I, I tend to use Discussion live onto YouTube. It can just be a private, uh, similar to how you can have videos on YouTube that don't show up in the search results. They're just set to private. You have know, a private conversation with people. Uh, and then when you are done with your podcast, you can uh, extract the audio out of the video file, uh, and then that's that's all you all, all you really need to need to use. I would say that that's something to maybe experiment with. Uh, a few times I've done it, the audio quality hasn't been uh, the greatest. Uh, I think Skype is probably uh, probably a better way to go about recording audio with different people in different locales, uh, except then with Skype, why they need uh, some extra software to be able to record the call, uh, or a extra computer. Uh, so a trick that we've used with uh, of podcasts I do right now where uh, there's there's me, there's a bunch of people in Cleveland, and then a guy in Tennessee. Uh, We all meet on Skype, and then someone gets one of their extra PCs that they have lying around, uh, and that logs into the session as well, and uh, records the audio output of all of us talking. Uh, Now that, uh, I was saying earlier that it's Difficult to edit stuff when you have multiple people talking over each other into one audio file. Uh, so it's difficult to edit, but on the other hand, it's super easy for all of us to just meet on Skype. And then the recording account is on there as well on a separate computer and just records all the output. And
3: that's that's good enough for us. I throw two points on the Skype thing? Yep. Yeah. First off, I quite often record interviews using Skype. And so there's a piece of software I like called Audio Hijack. Um, what I like about it is it has a really cool interface. That like if you're visual, you can basically drag and drop your audio chain. OK, so I want to have someone, here's my volume control. I want to throw in a little compression. Uh, <coughs> I like the way it uh, it works. And it's, it's never let me down. One thing about recording, like Skype or Google Hangouts, if you're getting to a point where you're going to have, you know, you have a, a fixed number of people, has to be a regular thing. If at all possible, I'd recommend what's called a double-ended podcast recording. So, uh, and this saved my ass recently because I was interviewing a, a friend in, in Quebec for my show, and the Skype was just, you know, <laughs> you just it was like breaking down completely. But he recorded his end of the uh, of the conversation locally. So after the fact he was able to send me his end of the conversation. And so, because in my Skype recording, I had myself on one channel and him on the other, I was able to drag his file in, sync it up, I sort of line it up, and then get rid of the Skype version of him. And then, of course, you've got beautiful audio at, uh, at both ends. So if you're, it, it takes a, it's a bit more work, obviously, but if you have a regular multi-person show, I'd strongly recommend looking into that, because. Sooner or later, it will save you. And just a, a pro tip on that is like if you just kind of clap at the beginning, and you can sync the two audio files no matter how far they drift. Um, yeah, that's where that came from. Yeah, yeah. Came from, yeah totally. Clapper. Yeah. Um. Okay. Were you guys mm-hmm. mention uh, Zoom or ZenCaster? Yeah, I was going to
1: mention ZenCaster, but in the last year, ZenCaster has eaten uh, like four podcasts that I've done. So yeah. ZenCaster is a cool website to. Uh, that, that sort of lets you record audio uh, just using a web page without any extra software. Uh, but uh, that is, uh, I tell people to use it with caution uh, to re- maybe use it to s- sync yourself up, similar to how you would with Skype. Uh, but then still record it locally, as as John suggested, because uh, like I stopped using it in my shows because. It's cool and it's had uh, had a lot of neat features. Like it would automatically uh, sort of fix the audio with compression and normalization and all that kind of stuff to make it sound good. Uh, but and I couldn't get my audio afterwards. So yeah,
3: I think it's trying to be too much.
1: It's, yeah, it's it's a little bit broken. Uh, uh, we have a question in the back. Yes, sir. May I provide it quick, please? Yes, you sure. So
0: uh, the clapping thing works, except if you have latency, you still have to adjust for latency. And the other thing that you have to watch for, uh, and actually Bill and I were just talking about this, uh, if you have systems, if if there's latency and you have systems that record at different rates, then you have drift. So yeah. don't rely on the on everything lining up at the beginning and expect it to line up at the end. You so might find that. Yeah, you might you might end up with as much, depending on the length of the show. You could have 15, 16, 20 seconds of drip, and then you know your your show is at a laugh again. a good and At
3: the very least, make sure your both both ends are recording at the same bit rate, etc. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The other thing is uh, the nice thing with Audio Hijack, we're talking about uh, setting up your audio bus, is you do it by application. Yeah. So you if, even if you have background music playing, let's say in iTunes, and iTunes is not part of your audio bus for the recording. It can play in the background all at once, and so you get on recording. So, what you're saying is you could be
3: recording someone speaking, and you can make fun of them secretly in the background by playing <coughs> funny music? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. And they would know. Not, not that so we never recording that. Sorry, inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I haven't uh, uh, played much with it, but there's another piece of free software uh, that's out there for making it. People in multiple locations. Uh, it's more designed for uh, streaming video, uh, like a lot of the uh, people that play video games on, on uh, online or Twitch or whatever, uh, and then stream it use a piece of software called Open Broadcast Studio. Uh, it's free software. It has a bit of a learning curve to it. Uh, that kind of makes it a little bit difficult, but that's uh, another piece of free software. We haven't used it. What like looks s- so cool? In our, in our research for this, we did find what looks to be a really cool the software for making uh, uh, podcasts or uh, audio journalism pieces it's called Hindenburg Journalist. So it's great. Yeah. It looks it looks to be fairly cheap, like under hundred bucks. Uh, but it just it, it it looks like it it takes all the bits that I like out of and stuff and it looks like software that someone put a lot of care and thought into. about how you would make uh, a a good podcast easily. Uh, So I've not yet tried it, but
3: it looks really good and I'll probably pick it up soon. Like like auto-leveling, it'll try and help you in the background to get the best sound possible. Yeah, it it makes a lot of those decisions um, for you, but not in a way that Gets in the way. Um, I uh, uh, just—it's—it's too pricey for us to to, to use as part of what we do at the podcasters. But it's—it's really cool software. So if you want to, if you want to check something out, The other one that I would suggest for um, getting remote groups of people to participate in the same conversation is Zoom.us. The paid version allows you to separate each participant as a separate track. And so it gives you good uh, quality, but you'll still have some. You'll sometimes still have the same issue over, um, you know, like the Skype conversations where you start to get that poor sound quality because of the bandwidth. That will still happen, but then it's on four, you know, two, three, four separate tracks. Okay. Yeah, there, there's so much software to choose from. So again, don't take anyone's word for it. Don't read some reviews. If there's free versions to test, test them out. By the time you get to like your first for-real podcast, you want to try and have your, make your decisions and work with gear and software that you're comfortable with. Because <coughs> it, it hurts to, uh, to you record a beautiful one-hour podcast, and you go back and click on the play button, and you didn't record. I've been there. It hurts. Other co-hosts still remind me of it. <laughs> so, you want, to tap, you want to have confidence yeah. in your toolkit? So editing, editing. Okay, uh, editing. I used to be a real micro-manager, editing. You know, um, one show I did, I you know trying to tighten things up and like down to okay, one tenth of a second will make a difference in the rhythm. of cadence. then I got old, I got lazy, uh, and I realized you know you can, you can. The essential thing is over-editing. Um, like I just did an um here. You don't want to take every um out. Leave, leave some humanity in uh, in the voice. Uh, so if someone like if it's um every every second word, or I guess the most of the show. But you want to do some trimming. Uh, another thing, don't cut out the breathing because you know you might uh, if you listen to it if you listen to like they I think they've done some experiments where they had they recorded someone talking. For a reasonable amount of time and they cut out all the inhalations. And people just started getting tense listening because they, They're gonna die. They're, they're gonna they they turn the same same color as their blue microphone. So, you know, al- allow for some humanity and if if someone's pausing for thought to answer a question or something, allow that pause uh, you know, to to signify the fact that yes it it's a deep question. Like someone say, what's you know, what's what's the biggest impact you feel your books have had on Western civilization? Well, I think you know that might be there's probably going to be a, a few second pause while the person collects his thoughts. I, that's part of the content as far as I'm concerned. So I think when it comes to editing, less is more. But again, there are people who are still into that. You know, get up the virtual major. But it's your decision.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm not uh, big on editing. I try to do as little as possible. Uh, my first few podcasts, I edited out all the ums, uh, and it, it sounded great. But it took six hours every one. so I stopped doing that. Um, the at, at at the very least, y- you'll want to play with uh, uh, compression settings, um, uh, your equalization. Normalization. Uh, we don't have any slides uh, to tell you exactly what those settings are, but uh, type type into when you figure out what software you're using. Go type into Google like you know, compression settings for Audacity, you know, voice recording, or something like that. There's people out there that have uh, figured out what are the best settings to use for these different programs to help you with that stuff. Uh, and it, it, it will help fix maybe a poor microphone quality a little bit, uh, and and it will help uh, you figure out how to, when you have multiple speakers on a given show, make sure that they sort of have equal speaking volumes. Uh, Mark was talking in a previous session uh, about how he hates uh, podcasts where the, uh, the host sounds perfectly fine and loud, but the guest is quiet. and then uh, the, the, the speakers are level and that it's at uh, uh, loud enough. Sounds good enough, and in or sounds of good quality in uh, earbuds. that it's going to sound great on uh, better headphones. Should we jump into publishing with this Yeah. Um, oh, actually, there was another tool I found uh, this week called Ophonic, uh, which, uh, as I said, I hate editing and having to figure out compression settings and stuff on my own. Uh, it's an automated uh, audio touch-up tool. Um, and it's it's a, it's a paid service, but they give you uh, two hours of automatic uh, sort of production weeks, two hours of audio to edit for free every month. Uh, so I'm going to test that out uh, so that I don't have to remember all the settings that I want to set when I
3: I'm going to throw in one more thing about the editing process. And this is where, sorry, I'm right. Anyone who says something else is wrong? When you're editing (laughs) as much as possible, edit uncompressed files, like edit a a WAV file or something. The very last step should be uh, compressing and exporting an MP3 or something like that. because it's like a JPEG uh, image file. It's it's lossy. The information gets taken out as part of the, uh, the compression algorithm. So if you keep editing and saving over and editing and exporting MPEG, MP3, 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 MP3 uh, it's going to sound really horrible. So, so this is not a matter of opinion. Edit uncompressed until the absolute last step, then export your compressed file. I just wanted to mention there's one more um, called Levelator. Yeah, it's really that it Yeah, I, I, I've used it. It is controversial because there's some people who say it's like you know, it's a blunt instrument. Um, and sometimes it will, like, there have been times where like, if I've had huge disparities of volume to deal with, like, so, so let's say someone who's really good at the mic and keeps forgetting to hold the mic up, uh, especially in a very, let's say, dynamic discussion kind of show, then yeah, I'll try running it through that later to see if it helps. But often it helps. Sometimes it will give side effects. I know there are people, I don't see them in the room, but uh, I know there are people, if I say the word levelator, it's like pistols of dawn. They hate it that much. But again, it's like, it works for you, great. That's how I quite like the, the Hindenburg thing that we were talking about uh, before. It sounds like it has a lot of that intelligent fixing in, but maybe not quite as, as heavy handed. But yes, I've used levelator. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I've had saved my ass on more than one occasion.
1: Publishing. So, after you have uh, picked your, your mic you figured out how it's going into your computer or your cell phone, uh, and you have completed the editing process, or in my case, haven't kind of edited it at all, uh, you need to put that somewhere on the internet where people can get it. Uh, and for that, you need podcast host. Uh, the reason for that being, so, uh, if you've had a website before, like a, a WordPress site, or something like that, or you're um, using shared hosting from one of the many uh, web hosts out there, oftentimes they will, uh, they're, they're designed to serve up web pages and not uh, and, and not the sort of large file sizes, uh, or relatively compared to HTML, large file sizes an MP3 will be. Uh, and if your uh, show gets even slightly popular, you may find yourself having exceeded your uh, monthly bandwidth allotment. Uh, if you just put it up on your, you know, where your personal home page is posted, is, is or your blog. Um, I've seen that happen <laughs> to a lot of people, like, oh, I got mentioned on a popular podcast, and now I Oh, my hosting company $500 for everyone that uh, downloaded my podcast. We used to call it like the Slash Podcast. Exactly, yeah. so I can the old days. <laughs> uh, you need a podcast publishing Years certainly from they were one of the first podcast hosts out there. Uh, now paid pay like $15 a month and I'm allowed to upload uh, 250 gigabytes of uh, audio files per month and that resets every month. Uh, and if I have an episode uh, that gets popular. Bytes of uh, bandwidth because a
3: thousand people downloaded it, uh, and I, I currently use PodBeam. Um, it has various levels of service, uh, depending on the, like how the features and you know and, and the traffic. You know, if had to pay, it has some decent analytics, which is sort of fun to look at. Unless you say, well, I've got two listeners. <laughs> One thing I would suggest about uh, about the providers <laughs> is. If if you're hoping for your show to be around long term, it, it, might, it might be tempting to say, okay, I'm going to have my show will be my show But let's say podbean I think it's too expensive or go to business or something. I don't think you, you don't want your marketing, and your brand tied. Up. Um, you don't want that tied up in a, in a domain name that is directly connected with it with a uh, podcast hosting provider. Like if you have, let's say, you have a WordPress, your own domain, like myshow.com, hey, it looks better. And uh, you can, like, let's say, that's the WordPress site, if you can put your links into your show so that if down the road you want to change to a different uh, podcast hosting provider, you can do that without diluting, or without, without messing up your, uh, your domain name recognition. It's all about allowing yourself flexibility for future right um, and, and I mean there's I
1: went and did some research there's tons of different uh, podcast hosts uh, out there uh, but those are the two we use and if you don't get one a shell of money uh, for your podcast you're not sure if it's going to take off or you're not sure if, the idea that you have is you know you may get from the mic and do three episodes and then decide you're done uh, I would check out archive.org. It's a uh, free service that allows you to upload uh, content um, so long as that you own that content. Uh, So if you're using music clips or songs uh, that you don't have a license to, uh, that file can be taken down with a copyright takedown request. Um, And archive.org Is a little bit slow uh, with downloads as compared to uh, like Podbean or Libsyn, Uh, but I've used it over the years several times when I just am trying to feel out a new idea and I want to see if my show has legs because that I'm not
3: out any money for just experimenting with a new thing. Also, we mentioned that uh, before committing to a, a host, Google them. How's their business doing? For Example: SoundCloud sort of hanging by a thread. You know, there's there, the, like rumors about uh, is SoundCloud going to survive? So if you put all your time and money into, you know, using for example, SoundCloud uh, that goes away, you've got to scramble to uh, you know to recreate your RSS feed, like use the file of support the shows, get a new host, all that kind of thing. And also don't don't ever use your podcast hosting providers, your backup. You know, if they don't have backups to your content because those are the crown jewels. So, so don't rely on them for anything except to serve up your podcast. So we have the key points. Yeah. There um, yep. Yeah. So um, one thing was said this morning uh at another uh, another session that um, the, um, the late Bob with, uh late boy I did podcast pioneer that there's two kinds of podcast audio, audio that's good enough, and audio that isn't good enough. Um, so if you can get your audio to be intelligible, to be good enough, to be listenable without making people rip their teeth, that's fine. I've heard shows that have production values, like audio file quality, but the show just completely did not engage The content before and no passion. I've, I've heard shows that are just slightly above transistor radio, but there is passion there, there is commitment, and interesting content. And I would suffer through slightly subpar audio just to listen. So There is there is no Audacity builder called fixed boring host. Like, there, there's no slider for for uh, passion. You can't push the passion to 11. It doesn't work that way because that's not a technical problem. If you have the passion, the commitment, uh, an interesting topic, audio is not going to be your problem. Um, I, I think that's it. Or did I just, did I scoop? No, that's
1: so fine. I guess you're not finding it here tonight. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> does anyone have questions or comments, any any suggestions? Comments? Or any questions about how to do a
0: podcast that you can't figure out the answer for? No? Yeah, go up. For <laughs> or for. Recording on Skype, there's more than like a bunch of ways it's gonna cat. The best way is always to have more than one way doing it. So if you're gonna do um, a Skype recording, if you run into a, a situation where somebody you're interviewing them and you have to get the information, the best thing to do if they like cyborg out is just to have them call back because otherwise you're gonna miss everything. But even if you do something with like latency, if you use Reaper or like uh, uh, what you were saying with uh, Adobe, you can kind of look at what you're having and kind of force them like, to line up. So it's, it's good to use that, or you can use like a, a good mixer with a PC in. Will overcome the situation with the computer where you need the extra one because it's designed for like uh, streaming. So they have the PC in as well as the have. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's a good tip. Yeah. If you
3: have someone dedicated within a session that's more than one person, and um, one of those person is, is just there to handle the recording, is there a way in real time to listen in on the quality of the recording? Is that done through the mixer? I, I guess for that uh, again, it's a nice luxury to have. Because like I'm like on on, on uh, the classic ham revival show, which is what I, I'm sort of one of the there's six or seven of us now, and I have to record, and that's it would be tough. So like that, I guess like I, ideally, and then, now we're trying to get into studio territory. Like instead of going directly to you computer, you're probably going to like a, a mixer, and and you're basically listening. You know, you've got nice isolating headphones, um, and you're and you're, you're just basically plugging into the mixer and, and listening there. But that's more for things like balance um, and basic um, yeah, level because once you get like once you get in recording you know you're not if you do a lousy job of editing or, or encoding or something at the end you're not <coughs> going to know that when you're recording live but yeah if you can if, if you're at a point where you can get someone who can be dedicated to you know writing gain if need be and, and running the mixer That's yeah. the only
0: real way to have full control over the audio, okay, especially if you're doing something where somebody's doing like a call-in.
3: But I also like that there are physical mixers, uh, like the Mackies in some of the rooms up here, or you software. You'll get software for some of the USB interfaces. We have a virtual mixer on screen where you can control the channels and all that. I'm sort of old school. I like things I can touch. So if I were in that situation, and you can get USB mixers that will just you know, run me put, put up an interface. I like the physical mixers myself. Any question at the back, or just a snarky comment we couldn't wait here? It
0: wasn't so much smart, snarky comment. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, there's a question. Yeah, it's not a question. Do you guys have any suggestion when comes to um, a mic for, that you can plug into your phone? Oh, the like phone mic. Yeah. Is the iRig still made? For Android, oh, so though. For Android. Oh, sorry. Get <laughs> yeah, uh, one
0: of
1: the downsides I have an Android, and one of the downsides with that is its uh, audio quality is uh, It depends on what it kind is, of... Is on the iPhone. Um, there really isn't a good option. IPhone,
0: are you... Are you clipping it on to you or is it Oh like no, just like you can
3: hold, I like just clip. But I know the iRig has it for, for iPhone, so you just plug it in. Yes, yeah. you like
0: would you have to get it. like one of those Rode makes a <coughs> um, clip on mic. Oh, clip on mic? But that's about it for like okay. iPhone mics.
2: this shit all straight telling all drill y'all put some respect on my name put some respect on my name all drill y'all put some respect on my name y'all me i ain't got no more talk i'm pulling up on you nigga put some respect on my name put some respect on my name put some respect on my name put some some put some respect on my name put some respect on my name all drill y'all put some respect on my name y'all me i ain't got no more talk i'm pulling up on you nigga put some respect on my name put some respect on my name Y'all finished? Are y'all done? Put some respect on, some respect on, some respect on it. Put some respect on it. some respect on, put some respect on it, put some respect on it. 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 I'm playing with my fucking name. Put some respect on my name, y'all understand me? I ain't got no more talk. I'm pulling up on you, nigga. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. Put some 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 respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. All drill y'all. Put some respect on my name, y'all understand me? I ain't got no more talk. I'm pulling up on you, nigga. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. Y'all finished? Y'all done? Put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. Oh, uh, drill y'all. Put some respect on my name. Y'all understand me? I ain't got no more talk. With. I'm pulling up on you, nigga. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. Stop playing with my fucking name. <laughs>